We are so excited you've decided to listen to this week's sermon podcast. Hey, we release sermon podcasts weekly, so be sure to follow us and hit that notification bell so you can be notified when episodes are released. God bless and enjoy. It's good talent here for me to be up there croaking. Amen. We'll go to Romans 8 and 35, and it is one of our favorite passages, I would imagine. And uh, I don't know that for certain, but... If you've been around the church very long, you've got to love this passage. Romans 8 and 35 through 39. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? That's a question. Writer goes on to try to answer it. Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? It's all questions. As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, no, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Through nakedness and peril and sword, tribulation, distress and persecution and famine, we're more than conquerors. That's what he said. 38, for I am persuaded. I'm convinced. It's settled in my mind. I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come. No matter how high you rise or how deep you fall nor height, nor depth, or any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Does that excite anybody today? People use that as a get-out-of-jail-free card But I want you to just notice one thing, and this is not the message. I'm not even going to preach about it at all. It says things present nor things to come. But always remember, he didn't say the past. Because if you'll allow it, your past can separate you from God. He was clear to leave that out. A lot of things that are written are intentional. A lot of things that are left out are intentional. That's intentional. Let's read one more verse. 1 Corinthians 12 and 27. Now ye are the body of Christ and members in particular. Look around. Just look around the room. Every person in this room serves a particular part of the body of Christ. You are important to the kingdom of God. I want to preach for just a little while with the help of the Lord. Designed with purpose. Designed with purpose. Too many people wondering what is life really all about. You are designed with purpose. Let's pray together. Lord, we love you. Thank you for every man, woman, boy, and girl. Thank you for our 10 o'clock classes, our 10 o'clock adult class, for a wonderful and anointed word that was brought forth. Lord, we're going to be 
enjoying that word for a while. But we ask you today, Lord, to just bless us. Move us with your message. Let there be a special anointing to speak the word, to hear the word, to understand the word, and to respond to what your word, your spirit is saying to us as individually and collectively. And we give you all the praise and honor in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Love him with me one more time. Come on, let's do that. may be seated. God bless you. Thank you for your faithfulness, for the texts and the calls and emails. Y'all are so incredible. Design with purpose. Many, if not most people, and it, it, may, it may even be said in, in some way that all people at some point in time have asked the question, really what is this about? I mean, is this all there is to life? Has anybody ever asked, is this all I'm supposed to be for? I mean, is there, is there more that I'm supposed to do? Is there more I'm supposed to accomplish? I think anybody that, uh, definitely anybody that's ever been in business or uh, led even a family, uh, or which is the most important thing, so that's not disparaging when I say even a family. I'm just saying even not a large group of people at some corporation or something. And even people that are alone say, is this all that life has? People have lived a very depressed life. All right, here we go. People have lived a very oppressed, spiritual oppression, a darkness. People have lived that wondering what is the purpose. There have been people even wish and pray. Matter of fact, we could read about some in Scripture that uh, that prayed and wished and desired of the Lord. Uh, Lord, take me, take me right now. I don't want to. I don't want to see another sunrise. I want to see another sunset. It's in Scripture. We see that people have done that before. They were rebuked, and uh, to my knowledge, the Lord never agreed to that with anybody. But there are people that have those thoughts run through their mind each and every day of their life. They wake up with wondering what purpose is. They go to bed wondering what is purpose. But I want you to know today that you are part of the body of Christ. You're not here by an accident. You weren't born on an accident. You didn't come the route that you came on an accident. But you're here on purpose and with purpose. Oh, this is a tough crowd today. Philippians 1 and 6. Watch this. Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ, referring to the rapture or the second coming of the Lord. I want somebody to know that he did not give you breath to quit on you. He did not deliver you from, uh, from the Egyptian bondage to let you die on your journey. He did not bring you to church to then not forgive you or not put you back together again. He did not bring you to an altar where you could not make sure you're sins had been killed and, and destroyed. He did not bring you in the presence of a baptistry so that you would not be baptized, but God brought you here today to complete a work in you and to show you purpose. <laughs> Philippians 4 and 13. I was waiting on somebody to just quote that. I can do all things 
through Christ which strengtheneth me. Got a question. Has the Lord Jesus strengthened anybody in this room? Then what is it that we cannot accomplish? Oh, all right. Let me let me just let me let me uh, as as the as the real smart people would say. Let me digress. I like hush better. Let me hush a minute here. I, I want to share something. Uh, is, is there a way if there's somebody's got the remote or whatever? If you can turn the lights down a little bit in the building, not off. But I've got a, a couple of pictures here in just a moment that I'm going to be sharing. And uh, so if we could, I'd like to get the lights down where we can see those pictures well. Thank you. I'm going to introduce you to one of my very best friends. Most of you have uh, never met him and uh, may, may never meet him. Even, uh, even, even when you have been around him, you may not have known uh, what his name was or who he is. And uh, I, I just... Uh, if you will, thank you on those lights. Uh, if you will, brother, brother Dwayne, brother Jim, I want y'all to meet my friend. Well, that's all right. We'll get him back on in a little bit. Just tell the kids everything's okay. That's Deuce. That's Deuce. That's my. 13-year-old Springer Spaniel. Isn't he awesome? He's a handsome rascal. I can tell you that. He's a good boy. I just, I just want y'all to, to see Deuce. You look at him. He, he looks kind of like he owns that yard. That's because he does. Uh, go to another picture. I, I just, I'm just going to share something. Oh, now he's in his element. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, that's not my pool. Uh, we were at another house and he was there. And uh, I wish it was, but look at him. He, that's, that's his world right there. Let's see the next picture. I just want you to see some things about him. That first picture, he looked majestic. And the next one, he looked like, look at here. He's so kind and gentle. That's Bentley. So that's, that's years ago. That's, that's Deuce. Looking at Bentley, and, and he just, he loves children. He, he's calm. He's relaxed. He's, he's never, to my knowledge, jumped on a person, never raised his paws up. He, 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 he's a good, let's see the next picture. That's Bentley. Bentley looked like he'd been out all night. Let, let's see the next picture. Oh, that's right after a haircut. Let him come in for about 10 minutes. I don't do indoor dogs, but let him come in to, to, to take a picture. He was sad. His hair had been cut, and he all droopy-eyed, and so I figured we'd give him about 10 minutes or something he doesn't ever get, so he come in the house. Let's see the next picture. That's Stetson. That's just, that's just a few months back. He, you, see, you see what kind of dog that is? He's easy like a Sunday morning. I mean, he... He's, he don't, uh, he, he'll bark. If you come in the yard, we're going to know it. If you come on up in the yard, you're going to know it. Uh, but outside of that, he knows what's right. He's a very, very smart dog. Is there another picture? Oh, man. Just hang on to the last one. When we get to that one, don't show it. Look at that. He's lazy. 
He's spoiled. He's, he's chilling. Is there another picture? All right. The reason we took that one, you see all that stuff red around his face? He swapped a chili dog at a birthday party. And I couldn't help but take a picture of that. Y'all are wondering what in the world we're doing here, but you're going to find out shortly. And we're going to preach, and he's going to be a good, a good object to preach from. Look at that picture. That's, that's Bentley and Brady. Now, they're out there. That's, that's, that's just about uh, two, two weeks ago, two weekends ago in our backyard. And so he's, he's an old soul. He's 13 and a half years old. He's born the 1st of April. Of 2010, but he's a good, he's a good boy. That's the last one of the dog in it. All right, just hold that other one. So I want to tell you a little bit about Deuce. Would y'all, would y'all give me this for a few moments? He is in a breed of, of, of dogs called a gun dog. A gun dog. If you know much about dogs, you might know. But I'm going to give you the proper definition of the type of dog that he is. A gun dog. He's an English Springer Spaniel. Weighs about 60 pounds. And a gun dog, it says, or type, it's a type of hunting dog developed to assist hunters in finding and retrieving game. The term hunting dog is broad and includes all breeds and skills of hunting canines. But dog guns refers to canines that work alongside a loud firearm while hunting or retrieving game. Deuce is a bird dog. He's a duck hunting dog. Deuce can swim like nobody's business. I mean, he... He, he, he can do it. He, he's got a, a broad chest, big old strong front legs, and a real uh, narrow back end. And, and he's, he's for swimming. That, that's, that's, how he's, that's why he's bred the way he is. His temperament is to, is to look you in the eyes and sit beside you and, and try to find out what you want next or, or lay down beside you. He's very submissive. His temperament is loving and patient, and, and he's, he's a protective dog. But... Here, here's the problem with Deuce. Back in the day, he, he was given to us. Well, he wasn't. I had, to buy him, I had to buy him. The reason his name is Deuce is we had a dog named Harley, and somebody stole him when he was a few days old. That was this dog's brother. He was liver and white, looked exactly like the old Roy dog. So we put an APB out for the dog. Nothing happened for five or six days. And so I went back to the breeder who had given me the first dog. I was his pastor. And he said, I know your children love to have a dog here. Uh, pick the litter. And we took Harley. And uh, they're two totally different kinds of dogs. Same mama, same daddy, same litter. So there they were. And uh, a few days later, somebody showed up realizing in such a small town with 1,500 people, they'd never be able to take their dog outside. Now that it had been stolen. <laughs> so they returned it. And they left us two dogs and he became Deuce. All right, you're going with me now, right? So he, he is, he's an incredible dog. He, he's got uh, bird dog DNA. He, he's got webbed feet. Has anybody here ever not seen a web-footed dog? If you have never, if you have not seen one, I'd like to see your hand. It's incredible. A web-footed dog, between his toes, he's got skin. 
all the way down to his nail. So when he opens his hand up, it's not a whole, whole lot smaller than mine. And this is for two things. It's for swimming and it is for weight displacement while walking on thin ice to retrieve birds. That's, that's the design. That's, that's, that's what it's for. That, that's how the dogs were bred over through the years. He, he's got the pedigree uh, of a hunting dog. He's got the pedigree to, to go out on the ice. He's got the pedigree. He's got the DNA of something special. Here's the problem with Deuce. I'm not a duck hunter. So instead of me letting him use them web feet and, I mean, you've watched people train dogs. It's how it happens. And so you can tell them where to go. I've got a friend that trains one just right down the road. And he'll, he'll do this and the dog will go and stop. And he'll do this and he'll go and stop. And he'll do that and he'll go and stop. And he'll do that. And he goes to the right and looks. I mean, it's just like he's, he's taking perfect hand signals. I don't understand it all because I'm not a hunter. But Deuce has the DNA of a hunter. Oh, I'm fixing to preach to you. Now, in our yard, we've got these big old, uh, big massive pompous grass or whatever these things are called that once you grow them, you can't kill them. And they're there and they'll take over everything. And we've had rabbits the last two or three years uh, born there inside of those uh, grass. And that's inside Deuce's fence. And I watched him lay there and look at a rabbit 15 feet. And I said, I've never seen a dog that wouldn't chase a rabbit. But it's not in his DNA. He's not a rabbit dog. Then we've got squirrels that come to get the acorns out of the big oak tree that they were under in the last picture. And squirrels come down that tree and sit there and tear their acorns apart. And Deuce watches them. Why? I don't get it. He's not a squirrel dog. And it seemed like a squirrel or a rabbit would be a whole lot easier to catch. But I can't tell you how many times he showed up on the porch with a bird. Fact. The dog will sneak up on a bird. Why? It's in his DNA. He can catch something that flies and don't care about nothing that runs. Now, somebody, I want you to hear me preach right here. Hey, I want you to just show, show that last picture. The last picture. You see that right there? That's all of his generations. He's eight years world champion over and over and over for the previous seven generations of show and then hunting actions. He's got an incredible pedigree. I mean, we, we could have bred, bred him uh, many years ago many times for a lot of money and just decided that we were going to just keep Deuce and that was going to be the way that is. But that's all the paperwork that shows who his daddy is, who his grandmama and grandpapa, and all the way down the line. And they're all show winners. They're all incredible. And the breeder that had these produced some, some great show animals. He is of that lineage. But the problem is I don't do dog shows. So I got a duck dog that don't hunt and a show dog that don't show. And he'll watch a rabbit walk by and a squirrel walk by, but he'll go catch a bird. 
It's a mixed up situation. You want me to tell you why? As good as he looks, as the posture that he has, as well as he treats people, as he has good manners, as he's a good dog, he, he takes care of things, he don't jump up even on the outside furniture every now and again if he's invited. But I want somebody to hear me when I tell you that the only problem with Deuce is he has not been introduced to the environment he was born for. Oh, I'm fixing to preach to you because you were born for a purpose. Your pedigree and DNA is a member of the body of Christ. You were born a worshiper. You were born with a testimony. You were born, come on, somebody hear me right now. I want to introduce you today to your DNA. You weren't born to just be a husband or a wife or a father or a son or a businessman. Your absolute intentional reason for being born was to be born again of water and of spirit and to live for the Lord Jesus Christ and to be a worshiper even through the hardest times of your life. Somebody hear me preach right now. Listen to me. You are in a place today. You are here with a family that you're supposed to be connected to. The enemy would tell you, don't run after that. Even a dog that don't have squirrel in his DNA won't go after what he's not supposed to go after. He will go untrained and still catch the creature that's in his DNA. Your DNA is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It's of Jesus Christ. It's of living for God, pure, holy, acceptable reasonable service unto the Lord your DNA says you ought to be baptized in Jesus name your DNA says you ought to tell the truth your DNA says you don't have to be an alcoholic your DNA says you don't have to be a drug addict your DNA says you don't have to have a gambling or pornography addiction your DNA says you are free and free indeed your DNA says you belong to the church oh I wish somebody would worship him right now it's too bad that you've lived depressed and oppressed and down and out. You didn't come from the right side of town or have enough money or do this or do that or you're the wrong this or that. No, let me tell you something. You were born to be a part of the kingdom of God, a particular member, not an incidental situation, but it's purposefully done. Here's the difference in me and you and Deuce besides all the obvious things. He's never been introduced to where he can best succeed. You are where you can best succeed. Right now, see, you have the ability. A dog knows. A bird dog knows not to chase a squirrel. A bird dog knows not to chase a rabbit. Humanity don't seem to be able to get that together. We can chase what we ought not be chasing. 
and refused training or never shown training to what our DNA's called us to do. But I want to be here today as I were some type of a trainer. I at least want to introduce you that there's spiritual ducks on this pond. God's called you to be able to swim. He's called you to be able to go get them, retrieve them, bring them back to the house of the Lord. God has called you and designed you with purpose in mind. You're not here by an accident or an incident. It's on purpose. Well, he's a, he's a pure breed. We can go back at least eight generations of show dog. We can go back to the first time you came to the altar. It don't really matter if it's the first or if it's the eighth. God has shown you your purpose in his kingdom. I want to tell some of you something. You're struggling in certain areas, physically, financially, emotionally, relationally, in various ways that you're struggling. But I want to tell you that God did not call you to struggle in that way. Matter of fact, the Bible said if you would seek him first, all the things you're chasing after, he'll just politely hand them to you. You won't find God chasing money. You won't find God chasing a man. You won't find God chasing a woman you won't find God chasing the next high or the next drunk but if you'll say God everything you want me to have I'm going to chase you and you'll produce the goods it's in that setting that you will find your purpose come on somebody help me praise him right now it's in that setting of the church it's right now during praise and worship where is your DNA where is your calling you've been looking for it here's an opportunity to see it on display sister Beckham I'm done Well, I'm an award-winning saint of God. I've been here 50 years. Are you, do you have what you're supposed to have? It's a greater indictment if you've been here all these years and still don't have the Holy Ghost. It's a greater indictment if you've been here all these years and still don't know how to praise Him. It's a greater indictment if nothing moves you and you've been here all, well, I mean, I've been here eight generations. You can't tell it by me. Might as well be at the ball game of the losing team. My wife and I were talking yesterday, and sometimes we're we're always open and honest with one another. Sometimes it creates a funny friction. I said, baby, you know, on any Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, either one of us could jump up at 5 o'clock in the morning to go catch a fish or hit a golf ball or do anything in the world but there's something about Sunday morning the pillow's a little softer the fan's blowing a little harder the air's a little cooler it just feels a little better come on don't lie you know it, I know it, we all know it you get up every day to chase the dollar you gotta have it but when it comes Sunday I'm going to have to have an extra cup of coffee. Somebody's going to expect me to clap my hands. You might as well be chasing squirrels. Your DNA is not squirrels and rabbits. In this particular object lesson, our DNA is duck. 
Our DNA is a mallard. Our DNA is dove. Our DNA is quail. There is a specific thing that God designed us for and we can't get mixed up chasing what's easy on the ground. There's something deeper, something better, something bigger, something faster, something more majestic that we're designed to catch and it starts with praise and worship. I wonder if you'd stand and do that right now. I wonder if you got 30 seconds of praise in you. Come on, somebody. No, 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 no. You didn't hear me. You didn't have a hard time at the car show. You didn't have a hard time on the motorcycle. You didn't have a hard time down the road. The golf course was made easy. Winking at that 10 was real easy. But we show up to do exactly what we're called to do. Some may say, I've never been told. So let me be a trainer for just a few moments. Come on, let me just help you, church. Let me lead you for a little bit. You didn't used to mind dancing to Merle Haggard. You didn't mind two-stepping to Alabama. Show up at church and all of a sudden you got... I went to a Robert Plant concert one time at the Starplex Amphitheater in Dallas. I've never seen more crazy people in my life. That was in the 80s. I was with a guy that ran down two rows because he saw a pretty girl. I thought he'd get us both killed. He saw her, picked her up, and started dancing with her. With her husband going. And he sat her down and smiled real big and said, Thank you, buddy. I'm ready to leave. It done tested the temperature, I guess. Worked for him. I never tried it. Somebody needs to hear me right now. We were called and designed. You got DNA. You've got royal blood that flows through your veins. You, you used to be poor. Spiritually or financially or ever how you want to say it. In relationship. You used to be poor and wretched. But now... And I don't want to sing it again. Uh, we're, going to, we're going to pick up a gear here in just a little bit when we're baptized. But hear me. But now I can sing. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I'm a child of the King. Somebody said, well, pastor, if you knew where I used to be, I know where you used to be. You were chasing rabbits when you ought to have been catching birds. But today is a day of forgiveness. Today is a day of new and fresh DNA. Today is a new birth experience opportunity. Today is the first day of official training. If you're sitting in this building, you're not a worshiper, I'm going to tell you something that I might not be right. I'm 100% right. It's not a possibility. It's an absolute. It's not an opinion. It's the everlasting word of God. You were born. Hear me. The only reason for your existence, everything else is fluff. 
besides praising and worshiping the one true living king. That's Bible. You can't take the parts you like and spit the rest out. So if you walked in here on a Sunday morning, maybe early afternoon, I've been preaching 19 minutes to you. Ain't that a miracle? Hey, if it hadn't happened, I see some like that because you think you're going to leave early. And maybe you will. You're grown. But I'm going to give you plenty of opportunity to worship. We've had some altar services and some baptisms and had to be here a full two hours. My goodness, we used to go to church two hours twice on Sunday. Nobody cared how many songs were sung or what the preacher preached. You didn't even come for any of that. You came to worship. You listened, and if you heard something fine outside of that, the Holy Ghost spoke through you. And some of us haven't moved in a long time. I want to preach to some saints of God that in the end of time, laziness and lethargy can cause us to miss the rapture of the church. Is there, is there such a song as a, a victory march song? If somebody said, play that victory march song, what song do you think you'd play? When the saints go march it in? What did you say, Brother Chris? Oh, who said somebody said something right here? Victory is mine. Victory is mine. What would you do, Sister Williams? Is that what you'd do? Does anybody agree with, with those two? You know that one? Victory is mine. Victory is mine. That one? Victory today is mine. I told Satan, come help me, Brother Drummer. Get thee behind. Victory today is mine. Brother Bass Player, come on. Oh, victory is mine. All right, hold on. We're just learning it now. We're training. Come on, brother guitar player. Both of you. Well, maybe one's gone. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Now, do you think we're going to sing a victory march song from our pew? Oh, we just hit a stump, didn't we? Okay. If we just start marching all around this building, it's going to be catastrophic. It's going to be a catastrophe. So if you want to do a victory march and you're sitting in this section... You just walk around your section, and here's what I want you to do. Maybe you're not filled with the Spirit. Maybe you haven't repented, so therefore you're not forgiven. But you want to be, and you want to see changes in your life. I'm going to invite you to walk around this section. And everybody's going to be doing it. You ain't going to be by yourself. So I'm going to invite you to walk around this section and just say whatever it is you need to say to the Lord, and you're marching in a sign of victory. Same thing for this section. This section... Those of you that's more towards this side, y'all go with them folks. Those that's more towards this side, y'all go with them folks. And I'm just wondering how many of you will get back to your DNA on early Sunday afternoon in October. You're going to find what your purpose was right now. How many of you will take off in a victory march? Oh, this is terrible. I told Satan, get thee behind, victory today is mine, oh victory is mine, victory is mine, victory today is mine. Hey, don't be looking around, talk to the Lord, tell him you're here to do what you were born to do. I 
I showed up today to do what I was called to do. Now, now what? 
Now what? After you've turned from sin, after you've prayed, after you've sought my face, and after you have my name. You hear that? Uh Now, mine eyes shall be open, and mine ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. For now have I chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever and mine eyes and mine heart shall be there perpetually. From now on, from now on, settled, established. If you've never repented of your sins, the altar is open for you today. Well, somebody will think I'm a bad person. Well, just let me go ahead and clear your conscience. Everybody here has been a bad person. That's right. Amen. Amen. Y'all help me right now. Be real sensitive to what the Spirit is saying and how it's moving right here. There are some people that feel like they don't have a purpose and they're in a worthless life situation. Hell has convinced you that you have no value, you have no purpose. And that no way, no how could the DNA of a matchless Savior flow through your veins. I come to tell you that hell has lied to you. If you need the Lord today, if you need Him to come and live inside of you, First thing you got to do is repent. And then take on his name in water baptism. If you've already been baptized, okay, get back to the altar of repentance. And the Bible said he shall, shall, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. What is that? It's the unseen spirit of God that wants to lead you and guide you and help you avoid every trap that's been laid in your path. I feel feel like I need to just minister for a few moments. If there's somebody that could help Paxton, if there's any other ladies or young ladies that's going to be baptized, yeah, there you go. This is going to be a beautiful moment. Y'all don't move, those of you that are here at the altar. Something's fixing to happen in your life because the church is fixing to remember what its job is now. Oh, D-Ray, is he, are you still good to go? Would you, would you mind coming to the front for just a few moments? I want to pray for you. And we'll have Brother Brian take you back and show you. is the calling I want you to come whatever it is that's between you and you understanding that you're important Sister Olivia look me right in my eyes I want you to hear me hell tells you every day that you're a worthless bottom feeder 
every day. She's never told me that. I already know that. I know her enemy, and I know her just well enough to know. But hear me. You can be a power warrior. If you just let all those voices fade away, the people that don't want to walk beside you with the Lord, those that want to turn their back on you, those that don't want to befriend you or be a part of who you are or what you are, sometimes you have to walk the road alone. And today, you make up in your mind, I am somebody, no matter what hell says to me. Oh, y'all are excited, but is there a few ladies that'll come right now and pray that to pass it? special, important in the eyes of the Lord. I don't know her life. Can't pull up the name right now, but Jesus Christ knows it. He knows what the needs are. Are there a few ladies that have come minister to our sister right now? Are there a few men before D-Ray is baptized, just come lay a hand on his shoulder and say, I've been wherever it is you're at. I've had the challenge and God's going to take you to a new place today. He don't care where you've been, what you've done, what you've been involved with, what your failures are. It doesn't matter what the enemy tells you. You've been called for a purpose. You've been brought here for a reason. This is an important moment where your DNA crosses paths with what you can see in your life. There'll be a comfort come over you in that water. And the Holy Ghost will begin to minister to you. There'll be a peace that comes that you've never felt. There's some saints of God. Would a few ladies come and pray with Sister Sophia? I don't know what her needs are. We got enough to go around. You don't have to leave here to go there.